everybody, welcome to Bite Me Podcast, episode 226. It is a, a duo here today, so it is just me and Colby. Colby, say hey. Woo! Dylan had doors to install. Um, like, that might have been like Jim Morrison, or it might have actually been like physical doors. He showed a picture earlier, it looked f- more like like doors to your house and not like he was just getting stoned and sitting, like listening to light my fire on repeat. Break on through to the other side. Yeah, I don't know. Good see. Anyway, doors. we are going <laughs> see that. Maybe that's what he's hoping. He's going to put on the put on the doors and then people will not be able to break on through to the other side. I think that maybe is what he's shooting for. Uh, anyways, we're going to talk about some uh, layoffs at Activision Blizzard, mostly just because. <laughs> yeah. And that's why we're going to talk about it. It's not funny that people lost their job, but uh, EA Game Pass is coming, or EA Play is coming to Game Pass. We're going to talk about that. Uh, Rockstar did something pretty cool to a dude who helped them out. Uh, Bethesda games that uh, just hit Game Pass get a little bit of extra boost if you have a Series X. Uh, game uh, Google Play is reducing their dev fees for uh, mobile developers, which is pretty cool. Talk about that. And uh, Rust, do you, you know, you've, have you ever played Rust, Call? Um, Probably not. That's a PC no. game. Coming to console rust. soon, yeah. Uh, is that like you just mean like metal that like no, bad? no? I watched like a fifteen minute video where like I think it was Rust where there was a naked guy yeah. who had a group of other naked guys that would either that would find like people and force them to either become naked guys with them or kill them and steal their stuff, and so the naked guy group just kept getting bigger and bigger. Oh. Huh. Um, it was fascinating because it was like a weird, I don't know, cult that started of this naked guy. I, I think that's why I don't play Rust. Um, that sounds weird. Anyway, um, they had a huge fire in one of their data centers and a bunch of naked guys lost all their data. Oh. Uh, plus, we got questions from uh, Vinny, our Deacon, Princess Megan, Alan S., Kim Cruz, Ben, and Brooke. And, uh, man, <laughs> Game Pass. We got so many Game Pass games. Game Pass is the gift that keeps on giving. I, I don't even know. There's got to be 40 games we're going to talk about. Uh, plus one from Epic, which, I mean, that's nice. Like, don't get me wrong. It's it's one. So that's that's what today is about. No troll corner. No one screwed up that bad. Because um, really? I, well, I, I read about uh, Blizzard. <laughs> well, that's why I made that our kickoff story instead of Troll Corner. It could, it had to go in one of two places, Cole. Either it went at the very, very, very first, or it went at the very, very, very end. So, and and like, like the optics on what they did were bad, but I do think that they had the best of intentions. <laughs> it's just that, like, once you get to a certain level of middle management, your intentions are not smart anyway uh Cole, why don't you tell me about what you've been playing man i have been doing one of two things this week and it is either playing monster sanctuary or watching my new favorite thing on youtube which is a canadian dude exploring abandoned mines um that has been my week so question how yes. long will he be alive is he is he gonna be one of those youtubers that one day you just like oh man x y QZ balls got crushed to death in a mine. Dude's like 65. Huh. Maybe not that old, like probably in his 50s. So he's yeah. going to have a heart attack and die in a mine. Yeah, just just exploring abandoned mines. It's huh. fascinating. Huh, interesting. I think the in- channel's literally called like Exploring Abandoned Mines. So <laughs> I love it. He's like this redneck looking dude who has the most Canadian voice I've ever heard. I it's love- hilarious. <laughs> have you have you met Peggy's Dan? I have not. Have you seen him? Yes. 
He looks like that, but with a very Canadian voice. I know that that does not help anyone but you. Interesting. Um, but yeah, just... I'm into it. But just goes and explores abandoned mines with his wife. Huh. Oh, wow. So he drags along his wife. Sometimes. She's sometimes there. Sometimes there's other people there with him. Sometimes it's just him and by his lonesome, just in mines by himself. Which That's so weird. doesn't seem safe, but, no, you know. No, absolutely does not. So far he's alive. Yeah. All right. Well, good on him, man. But Monster Sanctuary um, is fun as hell. Uh, Tell me about on, this a little bit. So it's on Game Pass. Um, as all so, good games are. <laughs> as all games that I pretty much now play are. Um, and it was, it's been like a, a game where I put it on, like, I think in uh, the first week that it came on, I either downloaded it or had it in my, like, to play later thing and just kept like watching the video and going like, that looks pretty cool, but I just don't know if it's for me because it's essentially a, you never played Pokemon, did you? Um, a little teeny bit. It's basically you're, you are collecting monsters and then you battle other monsters um, and other, sometimes other people, um, in like a turn-based RPG. You um, hate turn-based RPGs, Colin. I do hate turn-based RPGs. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is about this one. It's really fun. It's real uh, cute. I, yeah, and, and I think the difference between this and like a normal turn-based RPG is it is very Pokemon-like, where they have weaknesses. They have... You know, kind of thing. So you've got to, it's always 3v3. Um, and so, you know, you've got to figure out like, oh, okay, these two are weak to fire and this one's weak to water. So I've got, you You choose between your six and you get to choose three out of that. So you're like, well, I've got, you know, this guy, but he's weak to fire and two of them have fire, but he shoots, you know. So like, there's like a weird like strategy to it. Um, like there is kind of in Pokemon. Um and there's a lot of like little systems in it that I'm like, this works really well. Like there's not too many systems, but there's just enough systems where it's not just kind of like a, oh, this is just kind of a boring RPG, you know, like vague Pokemon ripoff. Interesting. Um, it's real fun. I, I like. Think... I have not played anything but that. That's very and rare. On the plus side, my kid also loves it. Perfect. So. Perfect. So two important questions: How long is it? I have no idea. Um, oh. I. Th- think about 30 hours um is bad. what i i think i saw that it's like 30 to 50 hours um Dang. depending uh i put probably i mean i started it about 30 i probably put maybe 15 20 into it so sure. you know. second most important question is mm-hmm. are the monsters adorable they are very adorable. Okay, I, I, I I've, I've just looked it up, and they, I mean, there's like a, there's a slime that's yeah. got like this cute little like, yeah. I don't know, smile, two smiles, mustache thing. I don't know. It's really I cute. have one. His name is Blobberino. Do you get to name them? No. Uh-huh. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I love this. Blobberino right, this game... is is like a like a pretty good member of my six because he uh, he can heal. He can. You know, do a water. He can do an earth damage type. He can poison people. So it's I, it's good. I don't know what this guy is, but he's adorable. He's a Yowie. My God, mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. so cute. Oh. I had one named Howie. Yeah, Howie the Yowie. Hell mm-hmm. yeah! 
Yeah, Monster Sanctuary looks good. I don't think it's my kind of game, but I think... Did I call like it Pokemon. Monster Hunter or Monster Sanctuary? I don't know. I think I just called it Monster Hunter. Uh, Monster Hunter is also not my kind of game, but Monster Sanctuary looks real, real cute. I, w- I would say try it, if, even if you don't think it's your type of game, because, like, literally, it's not necessarily even my type of game. Interesting. Um, uh, like I said, it's, it's you know, I don't necessarily like turn-based RPGs much anymore. Really liked them sure. when I was a kid. Do not like them as much now. And this one, I have no problem with. Um, huh. So, right, it's I'll like, it it's, it's difficult in that, like, it's, it's like that perfect, you know, part of difficulty where, like, it's pretty easy, but also, like, it's just hard enough that, you know, I've, I don't think I've ever lost a battle, but I've come close a lot of times. Um, and oh, so it's just that like real good, you know, like thing of like, it's not like I'm blowing through everyone, but also yeah. like, you know, it, it's a little bit of difficulty. That line, I think any game that can balance that line is awesome. The one where you like feel like, like I tell you, and I've said this before, if a game could like dynamically realize like, Hey, Cliff needs just a little bit of help here. So he doesn't lose, but it makes him feel like he might. But like every single time I like, Oh my gosh, did you see that? Like that is the game I want to play. Like a game that I yeah. never lose, but I get close. And that maybe doesn't tell me that like it, it would be preferable if the game <laughs> didn't tell me that. But yeah, no, if it, I, if it has to, you know, I would su- I would suggest even if it doesn't sound like your type of game, just giving it a try because, like I said, like it is not necessarily my type of game, and I'm having a very good time playing it. Nice. I will give it a look. See, um, I'm playing Spirit Fair, which Colby has talked about at length, so I don't I think we need to talk it. about yeah Spirit Fair anymore. But the game's really good. Um, How I'm really far into it. it are you? Um, who have you taken to the Everdoor? No one yet. Oh. I, I'm, it, has, it, it hasn't gotten good yet. It hasn't gotten sad yet, Call. I don't want to yeah. take someone to the Everdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, I have three people on my boat, or three things, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I have a uh, like a deer lady, yep. and a snake lady, and, and my uncle guy. Who's a frog. Who's a frog, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's complicated. But it's fun. I'm really enjoying it. it like, I played it two-player and did not really enjoy it. Um, it's, it's, there's not enough going on for two people to play that game. Like, just flat out. There's not enough going on for two people, people to play that game. Does it do split screen in two-player? No. no See, just... and I, I think the thing is, is if, if it was split screen, split screen in two-player, I think you could. Because you could very much, you know, be doing, like... Um, because my, like, garden and my orchard and stuff, like, once you build it high enough, like, we're pretty far apart. Yeah. Um, and we're kind of a pain. And so, like, you could do, like, those kinds of things. Cooking. Yeah, and I agree. I think that there will come a point in the game where I can see that, like, hey, I'm cooking a bunch of stuff. Hey, I'm gardening a bunch of stuff. I'm doing all that. But, like, I think that at the first, there's first, just not enough yeah. of that that you end up just spending a lot of time going, like, okay, well, everything's done. I guess we'll just sit on this boat. And I don't like I fishing. Will, I hate fishing. So I will give you a bit of advice that I wish I had figured out um, earlier in the game. Yeah, and yeah. that is build two kitchens. Oh, interesting. Because so you can like two things at once. Yeah, like sometimes like uh, they take quite a bit of time to cook. Yeah. Um, yeah. And with two kitchens, it's fine. And like you can get your boat gets big enough that you could have three kitchens. You could have two of pretty much everything. Can can um, you burn things in the kitchen? Like if you leave stuff in the oven too long, will it burn? Um, yes, that is actually um, 
I think you get an achievement. If not, it's actually needed for like some like really weird side quest that someone wants burn food. It uh, takes a while. Okay. Um, like it is not something that you would normally just do. Like I think you have to forget it for two in-game days. Okay, so I can cook things. Time. Like some of those things take a long time. So there's not any reason I can't cook something and then like wander away. No, no. Like like I said, I believe it is like two in a two. It might even be three in-game days before. Yeah those things will burn okay so okay yeah that that makes more sense then so spirit fair real good on game pass definitely worth a look absolutely gorgeous um the story is real good i've I've been enjoying that um the other game i'm playing is phoenix rising which i think dylan talked a little bit about um and i think people are kind of familiar with but i'm not sure dylan ever really said like what the plot of that game is um and i think the plot's really interesting so the game starts out and it is Zeus talking to Prometheus. And so Prometheus, if you don't know who he is, he is a god and he is responsible for giving man fire. And his punishment for giving man fire was actually to be chained to the top of a mountain and had yeah, his liver eaten by eagles every day. Yeah. yeah. And so he's he's has this eternal punishment of, of every day having his liver eaten out. Um, and then it grows back and then the next day he gets it eaten out again. And so do you think that's something you get used to? I mean, like, I mean, after a thousand years of that happening every day, do you think you're like, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess that it probably still hurts every day. Um, yeah, but, but I would I would guess you get to the point where, you know, like, you just accept it. Like, you know you're not going to die. So, you know, I mean, I guess it guess probably depends on how early in the day you get your liver eaten out, like, <laughs> and what time it like, heals up, you know? Like, if it's at the first of the day, you have the rest of the day to look forward to? Well, or if, if I mean, if it doesn't happen at the first day, at least you've got part of the day where you still have a liver. Um, I, I don't know. He's a god. I, I'm not sure exactly how those things work, Cole. I, I, also, I don't think I it's do great. not think that that punishment fits the crime. No, <laughs> like, absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely. Like I, th- not. I think Zeus might have overreacted a bit. I mean, I think that that's the thing you learn about the more you learn about Greek gods, <laughs> the more you learn that Greek gods are just dicks. Like there is no I mean, I'm going to point out the uh like Old Testament like valid. I mean, I, <laughs> very I very that... valid. <laughs> Maybe gods are just dicks. Maybe that's <laughs> yeah, like, the long and short of it. Hey, hey, Abraham, go kill your son. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> That no, no, is... I, was just, I was just kidding, man. Like, <laughs> if, if you've read the book of Job, like, I mean... <laughs> Poof, your there's... wife is now a pillar of salt. What <laughs> salt? Like, she turned around, like, told her not to. Yeah. Like, you know. <laughs> By the way, you ate an apple. Ooh, original yeah. sin, that's a bitch. Um, yeah, you might be right. Um, anyway, <laughs> Zeus and Prometheus are talking, and they kind of, like, Prometheus... Zeus needs Prometheus's help because there's this big, terrifying, like monster that uh another god he's one of the what do they call those the uh like those like his like zeus's dad um wait zeus has a dad yeah yeah um is and they zeus's, fought them is zeus's know. fatherhood story as effed up as like hercules uh, probably was, was there any like i turned into a goose and <laughs> Had unconsensual sex with people? Probably. No, Zeus's dad is Kronos, and they're the, the Titans. So Wait. Cr- uh, do I need to play God of War? Because <laughs> that's Kratos. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Different, 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 different game. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. So the Titans like, were the first generation. Zeus? 
Yeah, of the gods. They were overthrown by the younger gods, and that's when you enter in, like, to, you know, so the gods you know. You may not know this, but where do the titans come from? Because if the gods are born or whatever, like, where does this lineage end, and where did they originally come from? Um, You know, I, I would guess that... I, like I do not know. Like if if you'd caught me like twenty years ago, like I the probably the best class I ever took in the first time I went to college was actually a mythology class, so I might have been able to answer that. But I think that they are like um like earth gods to some degree. Like they are like mm. Gaia is one of the the titans, I believe that kind of kind of thing. So I think that they are they probably were not born. They were more like created. I would guess. So um, I just search for Kronos, and I just want to bring out. There's apparently a business called Kronos. And I want you to listen to this dystopian, like, um, ex, like, uh, what it is. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kronos Incorporated was an American multinational workforce management and human capital management cloud providers headquartered in Massachusetts. That just sounds like it was probably evil. Absolutely. They're probably a hedge fund. <clears throat> anyway, doesn't matter. One of the Titans has come back and Zeus needs uh, Prometheus's help to fight him. And so Prometheus makes this kind of deal where he says, you know, if I can tell you like humans are the ones that are going to you know, save us here. And if I can tell you the story of a human who, who can save us, then you have to let me go from this eternal punishment. And so the story of you is actually your story being told by Prometheus to Zeus, which is just fun. And they're kind of chatty yeah. and kind of catty, honestly. Um, there's lots of, like, every time you die, like, Zeus makes kind of, like, some kind of crappy comments about you. Like, oh, sure, this is the person that's going to save us. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Like, it is absolutely a Ubisoft game. Like, this is Breath of the Wild with some Assassin's Creed in it. Um, you can climb everything. You all right there, Cole? Yeah, okay, Kronos is from the, the famous picture of the, like, old dude eating the baby. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. Kronos. Yeah. I didn't yeah. realize that. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know, Greek mythology's fun, man, I tell you. Um, but, uh, so, you know, this story's being told, but it, it is just a Ubisoft game. It is absolutely a climb the tower and unlock all the areas and then go find all the stuff. Um, but with, like, a little Breath of the Wild mixed in but really what i've learned from playing this game is that every time i say like man if they just changed a little bit of breath of the wild i would really have enjoyed that game um i'm absolutely right because this game phoenix rising is really 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 good um and i like the zelda parts of it but i love my weapons not breaking i love my not having to cook crap i love you know like the the their kind of idea of like the temples you solve are just fun and really enjoyable. You've got super cool powers. It's a great game. So like if, if you haven't played it, you own it, don't you, Colin? Yep. Absolutely play it. It's super good. So. So Titan is the divine descendant of Uranus, the sky, Gaia, and the earth. Interesting. Uh, apparently he overthrew his father and ruled during the mythological golden age. So what you're telling me is you're also by Zeus. reading wikipedia right now i am reading yeah. wikipedia. <laughs> i was just curious because i'm always like I, I find those kinds of you know things interesting where like there's a god where where did that god come from like yeah. if if zeus has a father like does zeus's father have a father so i think colby buried the lead when he didn't say that Cronus was usually depicted holding a scythe or sickle which was the instrument he used to castrate and depose uranus his father <laughs> Anyway, I just, I just enjoy like every painting of him. He's holding like a baby by the leg in the air. 
<laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Greek mythology is great, man. I tell you, like it's it's good, 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 good stuff. All right, on... of Kronos devouring one of his children. Like, okay, uh, as one does. We should do a Greek gods podcast. Call screw this video game stuff. <laughs> Or we could just, I don't know, maybe we could just live review, like, the Percy Jackson series. Like, it's, that's pretty much Greek mythology. Uh, all right. Thank you to our patrons. You can support us by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Patreon. That's not true, actually. But if you go to patreon.com slash bitemepodcast, that'll get you somewhere. And you can donate $1, $3, 7 or $10 a month to keep the lights on at this proverbial podcast. Like, I've actually got a ring light right here. That's one of the lights you're paying to keep on that pays for my electricity. Mm. Actually, the, the Patreon does not pay for my electricity. It's, it's Do you want me to read the names because I'm going to come up with awesome nicknames for these people. Yes, Colby will read the names. These are our $10 patrons who uh, donate at the uh, producer level. So we read their names on every podcast that I remember. So we got John Tip Top Tippins. Ooh, that's good. Uh, we got uh, Sean and Austin Palmy Palmers. Uh, that's less uh, good. I don't know. I'm just making this up as I go. All right. Alan the Schultmeister Schulte. That's good. And Joe Coleman the Cole Guy Jr. I kind of I kind of lost. You it on really that one. lost the thread there. It's not just Joe Coleslaw. <laughs> no, no. It was. I, I actually had something in my head and it just came out wrong. So now it's Joel the Coleman <laughs> Colemeister Jr. or whatever I said. I regret letting Colby do that. But anyway, thank you to our patrons. You can, again, donate to us at patreon.com slash bite me podcast. All right, uh, Cole, there's no Dylan today, so you got to handle his um, his business. Extra life. No. That's what's next. It is, but we're if you want to donate to us or join our extra life team, go to bite me podcast.com slash extra life. Do it. I just follow the thing. It's all right. Uh News. Very good. Very good. All right. So Activision <laughs> slash Blizzard laid off uh, about 190 employees, and it was mostly folks out of their esports division. About uh, a third of that was out of out of their esports division. Apparently, not being able to go and do things live um, has kind of like put in a little bit of a crimp in say the Overwatch League. The the, the thing that I think is really crappy about this news is they're like, you know. Because of the pandemic, we've just been doing Overwatch League online, and it's just fine. People go. And so, like, after the pandemic, we might just continue to do that. I'm like, well, what about those, like, 10 cities that built stadiums so you guys can have Overwatch League to them? That kind of sucks. But Shouldn't have done that. Yeah, corporations so, get a corporate. I'm just, I'm just going to point out that um, in 2019, the revenue for Activision Blizzard was six point four, almost $6.5 billion. Well, those 190 just, employees just, called. Just going to leave that there. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're the the guy who runs Activision Blizzard, I think, makes a salary of like thirty million dollars a year. So whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. whatever. Um, the thing I will say, so we're gonna make really what we're here is we're 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 making fun of their severance pay, right? And I will say, a a company that that gives their employees ninety days of severance, that's actually pretty good. Like three months of severance is not bad, and they get a year of health benefits, which is actually probably even better because, like, Cobra is a damn joke that nobody should have to deal with. So, ninety days of severance pay, a year worth of health benefits, and then Colby, what else did they get? What's behind door number three? Also, I just want to point out it'd be a lot better if maybe health insurance wasn't tied to your job. But oh, you know. uh, <laughs> yes, uh, that just, is just, also just, true. You know. But in this dystopian um, 
you know, like <laughs> end stage capitalism we live in, a year's worth of health benefits is actually pretty uh-huh. great. But what else did they, they get? <laughs> were given two hundred dollar gift cards for Battle.net. So, like that would get you a bunch of loot boxes that could. I mean, I presume you could buy a game on there, like maybe a game picked... that you used to help rep. <laughs> I just picture, like, some dude drinking playing Overwatch and opening loot crates while crying. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, like like I said, I'm sure that they had the best of intentions. But... No, like, I'm sorry, never do that. No. Like, don't go, like, here's, here's a gift card to our company we own. <laughs> like, never, like... Here's 200 bucks to spend at the company store. <laughs> yeah, like, cool, is it for like groceries? Oh, no, no, no. But you can get loot boxes if you want. Oh, okay. It's not great. It's not great. So, it happens. Uh, another giant company is doing something slightly better. Um, go giant companies. EA Play is coming to Game Pass. Finally, uh, this was supposed to happen, I don't know, three or four months ago like i think it was supposed to be the same day that it came to the xbox which was no no no, it was always delayed it was supposed to come out in december it's been kind of like they i I think two or three days before they're like nope not happening we'll let you know more later and then didn't let us know anything until i don't know today when they announced that ea game pass is going to be coming to pc finally on march 18th at 5 p.m eastern daylight time i have no idea why they're like let's just wait until quitting time on march 18th um to, to push this out uh, this gives access to people that have either Game Pass PC, the I don't know what it's called, the, the Game Pass PC edition, or folks that have Game Pass Ultimate, you also get this uh, these games on your PC. It adds about 60 games to your, uh, your library, including such games that I didn't like as Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Um, but, you know, you also get, like, the Battlefront games. Those are cool. Um, Did you play the X-Wing game? Squadrons? Yeah, Squadron, sorry. Um, I couldn't remember the name. Yeah, sort of. Did you like Jedi Fallen Order or Squadrons more? Squadrons? Probably. See, I think I, <laughs> I think I liked Fallen Order better. I didn't like either of them, but I at least liked the story in Jedi Fallen Order yeah, better. I, I don't know. I kind of liked the... Like, I've only played, like, the first couple missions in Squadrons, and I really enjoyed the idea of, like... Alderanian survivors. I thought that was kind of a cool thing that I'd never really thought of before, I guess. So, I, I don't know. But you get squadrons, or at least you will at the end of this month. You get Madden, you get FIFA, you get uh, all the Battlefield games, the Battlefront games, um, like the P- Plants vs. Zombie games, which are kind of fun. There's a lot of good stuff in there. So, this is actually really good news for uh, Game Pass folks to be able to to get this, uh, you know, on their PCs now. Uh, let's see. Rockstar. So... Did we talk, call and, like, I, I apologize for not remembering, but do we talk about the guy who, like, wrote extra code for the uh, Grand Theft Auto V launcher that made it so that instead of that game taking, like, five or six minutes to launch on a PC, it took, like, a minute and a half? It's seems like we have brought that up yeah i can't, I can't sure. remember like i actually read a really long form article about it about this dude like hacking dll files in order to do this and like what he found by like dumping memory and it was really interesting like especially if you're a little bit like if you kind of know what he's talking about like i code enough to know what he was talking about so it was interesting he he just realized that they were doing a bunch of things just simple things really really inefficiently um when loading uh 
Grand Theft Auto Five on a PC. And like, I mean, I think you'll remember even on an Xbox, like that game took forever yeah. to load, especially if you accidentally screwed up and took it into Grand Theft Auto Online. Uh-huh. Um, and so what he found out, this dude's name is, uh, I actually, I don't really know if it is a dude or not. Their name is Toster, Toster CX. Um, wrote this big blog post about how he was able to cut down the load time of, of Grand Theft Auto by like 70%. And he released a like kind of unofficial patch to do it. And uh, Grand Theft Auto, like Rockstar, took a look at it and said, oh my gosh, like this actually works. And so they say, after a thorough investigation, we can confirm that player Tost did, in fact, reveal an aspect of the game code related to load times for the PC version of GTA Online that could be improved. As a result of these investigations, we have made some changes that will be implemented in a future uh, title update. So they actually looked what this guy did and then uh, and actually took the code and implemented it into Grand Theft Auto. The best part about it, though, is instead of just like being terrible and saying, yoink, thanks, um, or like, you know, probably Nintendo probably would have like DMCA'd him, um, <laughs> made him take it down. They actually gave him 10 grand and as a uh, oh, part nice. of a, yeah, like a bounty program. So Rockstar has a, uh, bug it bounty. wasn't in shark cards, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Here's a million dollars in Grand Theft Auto cash that will buy you a cowboy hat and a pair of boots. Um, yeah, they actually have a, bo- a bug bounty program that normally is reserved for uh, people that find hacks that they can close up, but they they kind of gave him a little special consideration and and uh, gave him ten grand for doing that, which I thought was was actually kind of a cool thing to do. And it was not in you know Grand Theft Doll- uh, you know Grand Theft Online bucks, which made it made it better. So uh, Bethesda, 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 call. Are you going to play Skyrim again on the Xbox? I already owned it and played a little bit of it. You are. My kid got scared of it. (laughs) If you are the proud owner of Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition, which is a terrible name, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, or Dishonored Definitive Edition, or Prey, which are all now on Game Pass, by the way, those games are actually going to be getting a little bit of a boost if you have a Series X. So you can, uh, instead of playing those games at a locked 30 frames a second, you'll actually be able to play those at 60 frames a second, which is pretty cool if that matters to you. Does that matter to you, Cole? No. Yeah, not me either. But I like that they're doing it. Like it doesn't matter to me, but I bet you it doesn't yeah. matter to a lot of people. I'll let Dad know that Fallout seventy six will now play at. Oh, he doesn't have a Series X yet. Oh, bummer. He's got. He's Dad's probably going to come over to my house now and play it on mine. <laughs> I will not be letting Dad know that Fallout seventy six runs at sixty frames a second now. I don't think that's a good idea. So that's pretty cool. Those five games again are in Game Pass now. We're going to talk about that more in a second. Um, but also running at almost 60 frames a second, which is pretty dang cool for something that they can just do. Like, I don't, I don't think, yeah. I, I don't think it required a lot. I think it's, that's kind of neat. I did download the original Morrowind. Ooh. <laughs> I, I kind of want to play like, I don't know, the first like five hours of it. I, uh, I don't want to play anything past that, but like, I don't know, that first part where you go to that first town and kill everyone in that little house, yeah. like, that's real fun. But past that, I don't want to do anything. I picked up that game for, like, three bucks on PC, like, probably two or three years ago. I was like, oh, yeah, I want to play Morrowind again, because I remember loving that game. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's one of those games that, like, controlling video games has changed so much since Morrowind came uh-huh. out that uh, you get through the intro, and then you you talk to a guard... And you have to, like, ask him a question or give him something. And I I don't remember what it was. And it's, like, probably ten minutes into the game. And they're like, okay, give him the thing. I'm like, 
okay, what button does that? Because this was also <laughs> before they did things like give you hints. And so I pressed a button that I thought would do it, and that stabbed him. And because I was a brand new character and he was a city guard, he just viciously murdered me. And they're like, you're mm -hmm. dead. Now you start the video game over. And I said, well, that's <laughs> just enough Morrowind for me. So eh, whatever. Uh, Google Play Store. So I, I've got to assume that this is kind of having something to do with like the Fortnite lawsuit and the Apple stuff and, and all that kind of thing. But Google is reducing its 30% uh, cut of uh apps in the app store down to 15% for the first million dollars a company makes every year. So Apple apparently at the end of last year said, hey, if you make under a million dollars, we'll only take a 15% cut. But we're taking a 30% cut absolutely for every penny after a million dollars. And uh, Google kind of one up by them by saying, we'll take a, a 15, you know, that 30% cut for every million dollars you make every year. So if you only make $900,000 a year on Google, you will only ever pay 15% to uh, to their store versus uh, Apple who, you know, you'd, you'd get hit for that 30% every time, you know, as soon as you cross that million dollars. And I just think like, like I, I believe that, that Google and Apple deserve to make some money for the service they provide and having an app store. Like no phones would be stupid without apps, but at the same time, like if you had to manage and sell apps, like on the open internet without an app store, like, I mean, first of all, think of how often your phone would have a virus on it. Mine would have a virus <laughs> on it constantly. So like they do provide a service, but I don't know if that is a 30% service. So 15% seems uh, a little more reasonable to me. And, uh, just you know, it gets developers a little bit of extra cash, which is which is important. So I think that that's a good thing. I don't I don't think we can complain about that. Finally, Rust, um, call you you. Are you going to join the the naked man chasing? I want to. Uh, I swear that everyone had to change their name to Steve or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if I want to search for Steve Naked Men Rust. No, no, that could be real bad. I, I think the thing about Rust is Rust is a game that kind of interests me. Um, in that. It looks interesting and like they do some wacky things like I believe your gender is created when you create that game and you cannot change it and it's based on like your Steam ID so like the only way to get a different gender is to like buy it again but also like the uh, so if you were a naked man named Steve running around you would notice that other naked men named Steve that were also running around had uh, different attributes than than you perhaps some of them uh, a bigger attribute and and maybe some of them a smaller attribute that is also um hard-coded to your steam id <laughs> which i think like that things that's kind of interesting to me but on the flip side um the company that makes that game is kind of crappy <laughs> and has yeah. has some issues with like being terrifically misogynistic and whatever it's, it's actually made by the the guy who made uh what was that half like physics mod? Um, Gary's mod. Gary's mod. Yeah, it's the same dude. Like Gary, uh, really? Is yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure Gary's the dude who does Rust. I'm I'm like 85 percent hmm. sure. So I guess I could be wrong, but uh, let's see. Gary's mod Rust. Gary's mod is a game developed by Face Punch Studios, and Face Punch Studios is. Let's see the developers of Rust. Yay, Cliff knows things. Yeah, same company. So, like, they're not terrible, but, like, they have some very 
questionable job postings occasionally. <laughs> they, they, I'll just say this. The developers of Rust have been in Troll Corner before for being terrible. So, <laughs> like, that's that's what you need to know. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the fact that um, apparently one of their data centers lit on fire um, so much that it literally burned to the ground. Um, shockingly, that actually led to some downtime <laughs> in uh on their eu service and they actually lost a bunch of data which is kind of a bummer so uh their data center in france uh it took out like 25 of their servers in the eu area and they're like yeah they they're just gone um i don't understand exactly why rust doesn't have like out of office backups Um, but hey you know whatever i've i've worked for companies like that before so kind of a bummer uh if you live in france and play rust i guess you'll just get a i mean maybe maybe this is like re-rolling your character though maybe someone was so (laughs) sick of their you know gender and dong being tied to their steam id they're like the only way to fix this is to burn down a data center actually i think i mean i will just read one of these like uh i'm just trying to find a video and one of the things is my rust character has a small penis and that's okay with me (laughs) my wife just brought me a coke which means she is the best wife ever I love her very much. And not just because she brings me Coke. Carter also brought me a Coke. It was a group effort. Do you wish you had a Coke, Cole? No. It's a a McDonald's Coke. McDonald's Coke's the very best. Okay. It's so good. So good. Anyway, questions, Cole. Lead me into questions. Hey, oh, Vinny. What's what's your questions? That hey. was that was maybe the most lackluster thing I've ever heard. <laughs> Colby, when we started this podcast, I'm like, all right, guys, let's let's make a podcast. And Colby's like, are you going to take that energy into the podcast? I'm like, no, no, no. I uh, pump it up. I took a you know, uh, there's 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 meth. Some, yeah, so, some there's meth. some meth. Meth is what makes this podcast happen. Um, and so I'm up, and now Colby's like, hey, Vinny. Anyway, Vinny's question that, is. That's always my I know, it's all right. demeanor, though. So. It's all right, Cole. We like you anyway. Uh, Vinny says, with the recent finalization of the Bethesda deal with Xbox, seeing all the games coming to Game Pass and the gaming community playing these games, and now more and more people realizing how good Game Pass is, do we finally see a reaction to this from Sony? Do they acquire more studios? Do they double down on PS Now, or do they keep doing what they've been doing? Oh, that last one. <laughs> Absolutely, right? I, yeah. I I think Sony is going... Because they were comfortably in first place last generation, and to an extent this generation, but I don't know... This generation's already so borked from the get-go. Um, I don't know. It just seems like everyone's like, oh, you can't get a PS5. And it's like, well, you also can't get an Xbox. Uh-huh. So, you know, like, I don't... Um, but, uh, I think Sony is just going to continue doing what they're doing. And then eventually it's going to possibly just end up biting them in the ass. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, Oh no, Oh no. Panic mode, panic mode, panic mode. And they're going to try and fix it. I, I am constantly astounded by just like the hubris of PlayStation. (laughs) Um, but also I'm constantly fascinated by like PlayStation fanboys. I'm like, like so what you're saying is you'd rather have a PlayStation for some theoretical games you have not played yet um based entirely on what they have last uh generation and not get a ton of free games every month because you like PlayStation better like i i don't like if you like PlayStation that is absolutely fine i do not whatever i i absolutely am happy that you have what you want but i don't get it at all like i don't understand why Xbox isn't just thrashing them and 
I think it has to be like I, I I think it probably comes down to two things is that I think there is a very particular kind of game that comes out on the PlayStation. Like PlayStation first party games are a very particular kind of game and they are a kind of game that really only exists on the PlayStation. And so if you really like those games, that is obviously the place you're going to have to play them. Um, I think on top of that though, I think the people that play those games only play those games. Um, not, not all of them. Like, I don't want to say that every PlayStation gamer is, you know, only plays those games. But I think that when I talk to people that are like casual gamers, um, either all they play is like the one Call of Duty game that comes out every year, um, or the one Madden game that comes out every year, or they're like, yeah, I played God of War and probably like Red Dead Redemption and Spider-Man and you know and and uh like the uncharted games you know that those are the games i play and you have to have a playstation to play those games and i think that it's it's just fascinating to me that people are so locked into only wanting to play those games but i think also like i will say that the playstation might seem a little bit more hip Maybe like like it does yeah. seem kind of like it's got a little bit of cachet into being like the cool system. Like the Xbox is like the solid, dependable. Like like buying a Xbox is like buying a Toyota. You know, like it's gonna get you where you're going, and it's gonna do it just fine. It's gonna last forever, and it's got man, it's got some some nice features. And like a PlayStation is just like I don't know a slightly nicer Toyota. Like it's a Lexus. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's made it's by the same company, the, but. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, don't you think it kind of has that feel to it? Yeah. I don't know. I love my Xbox and I love Game Pass. What does that make Nintendo? Uh, Are they like a smart car? I was going to say, yeah, like a smart car or like one of those cars with three wheels, like Mr. Bean drives. The Popemobile? I'm not sure. he, he He doesn't drive it, Cliff. He runs it off the road. Ah, good point. Good point. Yeah. So I, I, I really don't see Sony changing what they're doing. I think the biggest change you're going to yeah. see from Sony is that their games are going to come out on the PC more often. I think that they're going to collect some of that revenue by by doing that. And I, I here's the other thing I don't understand, Cole. Like, I mention this probably once a month. I don't understand why Sony doesn't advertise the crap out of PS Now. Like, PS Now is not that much worse than Game Pass. Like, it's got some great games on it. It's got some great stuff. And I don't ever, like, I don't see it in the news. I don't... I I never hear anyone talking about it. I... I mean, once a week, I look at every article put out by six or seven different video game websites. And... When Game Pass games get released, every single one of them write an article on the Game Pass games for that month. And I don't know if I've ever seen them write an article on the PlayStation Now games for this month. And it's not because they're anti-PlayStation. It's not because they're not writing a bunch of other stuff about PlayStation. I like wonder if it's just that PlayStation doesn't put out press releases. I I don't know. I I mean... Xbox Wire, so if, you, if you've never been there, there's a website called Xbox Wire. I think it's actually just xboxwire.com. And, like, Larry Herb are, like, the greatest things that, that Xbox have because all they do is advocate and push out news about Xbox. And they do it really, 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 really well. And I think that that is one thing that PlayStation is really missing is, like, that press site to put out the information and the advocate to to push that out to the masses. Um, I don't understand what Sony's doing, and I think that you're right. I think that at some point in the future, it's going to gonna come back and, and bite them. So I don't know. 
Uh, next question from, I think I just addressed him. I, I don't know what that was. I got an accent for a second. Is from Rich, the wonderful, wonderful man who handles uh, the Bite Me podcast dot com website putting the updates up there good man uh as a gamer if you had to lose one finger colby which finger would it be um well i don't know probably one of my pinkies you never use those in games what i was thinking yeah it's got to be a pinky i don't i don't i mean i suppose like uh i don't know whatever this finger is called your ring finger oh yeah it is your ring finger um yeah, I guess this, I use those a little like bit on the use... back buttons, like on on my my PlayStation, yeah. or my Xbox Pro controller thing. But yeah, I think it's gonna. Be, I mean, the problem with your pinky though is you do use your pinky to kind of support the bottom of the 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 controller. Yeah, but I think you could use. I think you could use your ring finger for that. Yeah, probably. That's probably you, true. You would. Yeah. You would. Uh, you know, kind of adapt. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, are you losing lefty or righty? Hmm. Uh, probably right. Really? Because you're right-handed, Gull. Don't you think you want all your right-handed fingers? Yeah, but like I also sometimes play guitar. Um, real hard to do without a pinky. That's true. Um, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. I, I And because it's my dominant hand, I think it would be easier to do stuff with still rather than a left hand, you know, already not being the dominant good hand point. and having the, you know, like, well, you also don't have a pinky. Yeah. That's a good so. point. All right. Okay. Well, so, so Colby's made the decision and I, I believe he is right. We are both going to lose our, uh, left, left pinky fingers. Remember Dave's foot? I do. That we used to work with that didn't have a pinky toe. Yeah. I Brooke every day when I come, I mean, not anymore because she's here all day, but when I used to go to work, every time I get home, she'd be like, how, you know, how, anything happened at work today? And almost every day I'd be like, nah, not really. And she, and I'm like, why do you ask every day if, uh, if I never ever come home with anything? She's like, one time I asked, you know, what, anything happened at work today? And you're like, oh my God, I found out that Dave only has nine toes and he lost it in a lawnmower accident. And she's like, I have to ask because at any time, like there could be another Dave losing a toe in a lawnmower accident story, and she's just waiting for it. That's what keeps her alive. So, yeah, I do remember Dave. <laughs> Wonder what he's up to now. Probably being a douchebag, if I had to guess. <laughs> probably. Probably. <laughs> anyway, pr- probably something involving Rhipnol or something. <laughs> I don't know. Allegedly. <laughs> I- Princess Megan wants to know what is your favorite mobile game? Oh, um <laughs> yes, Colby, I'm asking you that question on her behalf. <laughs> like I for some reason I thought you were going to go. Um I was uh, in all actuality I was reading do you do you know do you remember Sean Bradley? Yeah, crippled. Like, or, seven, yeah, like uh paralyzed? Yeah, yeah. He, he's yeah, got hit by a car. Um, I was reading about that. Um uh, favorite. Hmm, that's a hard one. So my favorite Sean Bradley story is one day Sean Bradley came to our uh, high school. Um, he was, I think it was probably in between his college and NBA career. His, his NBA career kind of stalled out when he got in there. And, uh, yeah. he was actually training on our, uh, our track, um, at the, at the high school Colby and I went to, and he was kind of out of shape. And so he was out there running with his coach and apparently it, uh, like was in bad enough shape that he stopped and puked on the side of our track. So uh, ex NBA star <laughs> threw up on the side of the track that I used to run on every day. So did you think of a mobile game during that story call? Um, I don't know. Cause it, like I will say that I think mobile games fall into two very distinct categories for me. Yes. 
and they are things like cut the rope and angry birds and what was that really fun castle not castle crashers the one that was basically um uh angry bird but with like medieval siege oh that game was fun i do not remember what it was called but yeah that was good um even even like best fiends and stuff like that those are just essentially like time killing Mm -hmm. devices yeah um you know like those and then there's like actual games um and like like the kind of time killing ones like best fiends is actually i i very much enjoy it um you know like again like the 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 castle one which i keep on in call castle crashers i don't remember what that was but gosh that game was sure good i forgot that one yeah those are I all I enjoy all of those even like little stupid Connect Three games I really like. Yeah. Um, Askend is another one of those that I really enjoy. But I think like the best like mobile game I played recently was actually that uh, Alba's Wildlife Adventure. Yeah, um, yeah. I really really enjoyed that. Um, like as a game game. Um, and there's things like that that I think are. I've played a couple with through like Apple Arcade, whatever Arcade, yeah. That I'm like, oh, these are actually just like really good games. Um, I think that you know, probably I would say Alba though. Alba's Wildlife Adventure is my favorite portable or mobile game. I really liked Grindstone um, on Apple Arcade. I really liked What the Golf on Apple Arcade. I did not like that very much. Really. It was okay. Oh, I loved um, what the golf. I actually like beat that game and gave yeah. a lot of consideration to hundred percenting it. I didn't, but I, I really thought about it. Yeah, I thought it was okay. I, I uh, wasn't like super thrilled. interesting. Like I wasn't like super excited about oh, it. I, I really so. liked that. Um, I like. Did you ever play the? I wish I could remember what it's called. It's 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 like the history of cricket or, or something like that. It, I I can't remember exactly yeah. what it's called. It's, it's kind of in the same vein of uh, what the golf, it's a lot of fun. Um, Assemble with care was actually a really fun game on Apple arcade. Um, the pinball wizard was like a kind of a pinball roguelike game. That was a lot of fun. Um, so again, yeah, those are all like actual like game games and they're all locked to Apple arcade, which is kind of a bummer, but those, those are all really good. Um, probably my, my favorite like game that, isn't one of those is uh burrito bison lancha libre which i I did like burrito bison i don't even know what it is but i like i i've never figured out what that game is really about but uh it it sure is fun um cat's quest 2 is on apple arcade too that also is a very good game and probably would play great on an ipad or something it it did i actually played it on that yeah so those there's so many good mobile games out right now and apple arcade like love it or hate it is really a great way to play mobile games you know, and I think that's the, like that's kind of the point or part where you're getting to the point where games like, you know, there are games that I'm like, oh, I don't have to buy that on Xbox because I can play it through Apple Arcade. Yep, absolutely. Um, Cat's Quest. Yep. I played Cat's Quest where like I'm like, oh, I can take that off my wish list. So like your phone has started to become a switch. I mean, honestly, if you spent 20 bucks a month and got Game Pass Ultimate and... Uh, apple arcade like you could probably never really buy another game again you'd be pretty happy mm-hmm. so it's good stuff uh app or uh, alan s would like to know what would be your ultimate gaming basement setup ignoring all costs expanding on that what would it be do you think in the future and what would have been the coolest setup when you were say 12 so like mine would probably be pretty boring 
Yeah. Like, I mean, in all actuality, it would it'd probably just be a really big TV and a really comfortable place to sit. <laughs> like, I, I, I play almost all my stuff through headphones. Yeah. So I don't need, like, huge speakers. Um, so, you know, like... Just, just give me a big TV and a, a like a nice, comfy, lazy boy, yeah. and maybe a, a fridge. <laughs> I uh, a lot of people when he posted this said, oh, I, "I want uh, Hans's setup that he has in his basement." And as much as I think it would be super cool to have like an arcade in my basement, I also know I would never play any of those games. Like it would be a massive investment in me, like having a bunch of games that I looked at a lot and said, Oh, this is sure cool. Um, I would love to have, I I agree. I would love, like I have a 65 inch TV and that is pretty big, but I would love to have like an 85 inch OLED TV because every time Mm -hmm. I go to Costco and see them, I go, Oh, that's what I want. And then I say, Oh, $3,500. Well, not that bad. Um, (laughs) I, I would like to have the, the space and like someone to set it up for me professionally and run all the cables to be able to run like a bunch of generations of systems. Like I would love to have, you know, every mainline system from now back to the original NES, but I don't like, first of all, I'm never quite sure how you set that up when you have a TV that has like three HDMI ports. Um, Like, I don't even know how I would, I can't hook up a Nintendo. I don't think to my current TV. Like I don't have any, you can I don't think I have any of those bits. Yeah, you do. Do you I? Do. Okay. But okay. you know what I mean? Like, but I want someone else to like set it up for me and run all the cables and run all of the, uh, like I-, I want them to do all the management. I don't want to have to look at it. I just want to set it up and go like, Oh, that sure looks cool. Look at all the cool neon in each one of those little boxes. Um, like that'd be awesome. Um, I would like a, like a super cool, like I, I actually really want one of those like couches that are like three separate recliners that have like cup holders built into them and like USB chargers. I've got one. Yeah. That's my couch reclines. That's, that's pretty nice. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, we, we bought a couch like two years Don't... ago and we kind of hate it. So I will say that, like, I was shocked that those are not more expensive than I thought they yeah. were. Yeah. Like, uh, couches. When I first started looking, I'm like, I need, I need like, a cheap couch. Yeah. I don't have a ton of money. And the difference between a couch at Big Lots and a couch that reclines was, like, $200, $300. Yeah. We, like, it made no sense to me. We bought a, a new couch, like, two and a half years ago. And I think we both, like me and my wife, both kind of regret it. It seemed real nice when we got it home, and like it was expensive, and it's not super comfortable, and it hasn't worn very well. It's kind of a bummer. So, but yeah, I would Mine love clients, and I've slept on it a couple times because it's comfortable. I've actually slept on my couch too, and it is actually pretty comfortable as well. So, yeah. um, I would love to have a ski ball machine. I think a ski ball machine would be dope to have. Um, I would love to have a couple of pinball machines, probably. I'm like, I think I would actually play a pinball machine more than I would play an arcade game, to be honest. Um, I would love a pool table and a air hockey table. I think that'd be really neat. Um, what would you think in the future, Cole? Like, what what's future you? I, so you, you said pool table, and I don't know if I've told you the story. So my wife has a game. It's like a pool game that my kid downloaded on her phone, sure. and she's playing it. She's, I'm like, oh, what are you playing? She's like, I think, like, sinking balls or something. I'm like, I, I can't remember, like, what she called it. And I'm like, oh, and she handed it to me. I'm like, oh, it's pool. She's like, no, it's called, it's it's called like, sinking balls. And I'm like, no, that's just what you do in the game. The game's called pool. She's like, no, it's not. It's called, like, sinking balls. 
And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever, you're four. Like, I'm sure you know all about pool. Um, and then, like, the the like next day, I, like, want, she's like, I want to play Sinking Balls. I'm like, okay, what's the pool games? And, you know, like, and I go to click on it, and the game's called Sinking Balls. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, so. That's funny. Um, um, in the future? I mean, probably just a more comfortable couch <laughs> in the same setup. Like, maybe one that, like, uh, that lifts me up, like the old people recliners that uh, will just. I would love a the weight requirement on the chair just goes, goes up. up i you know i think the other thing i would love is i'd love a a a nice gaming rig hooked up to my tv like i would love a a pc that was hooked up to my television um i have one right now it doesn't have a video card because you can't get one um you know whatever uh, maybe you could just break into one of the bitcoin farming God, things and I just take you, one man. they probably wouldn't notice no no um i think in the future i think like a really cool vr setup like i would love to have one of the ones that has like the track that you can walk on so you can walk in vr um i would actually really dig one of the uh the have you seen the bike ones where you can like ride a bike and then uh-huh. in vr you can act- and then it like hooks into to like google streets so you can ride your so- bike through streets of other cities and stuff i think that'd be awesome my thought about those kinds of things and i've never done it with like um <laughs> Uh, Beat Saber and stuff is that like I am a sweaty sweaty person and I give off a lot of heat so just like sitting in a chair and playing VR I would have problems where like I'd need to have a fan on or else the VR would fog up so I can't imagine the second I'm like I'm gonna do activity like that VR just isn't first of all gross Gross. like (laughs) like i just like it's pooling under the parts of your eyes where it can't get past the thing like i how does that work every time you have to be less sweaty than me i think so every time i go somewhere and play vr and hand it back i like in my head i'm like sorry and also (laughs) man i hope not too many other people were sorry uh (laughs) (laughs) that was the first one of the day right i know it's like 4 30 but like i was the first person to touch that right yeah no i i think some cool vr setups would be cool so tell me what was your what what would be your ultimate when you were 12 Let's see. That would have been 1994. Yeah. So we had a Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Nintendo 64 came out two years later. No. That's what I say. Yeah, we did not have it. 97-ish. Yeah. So so when I was 12, it would have been we would have had a Super Nintendo, a Nintendo, a Genesis. Yes. So did we ever own a Genesis yeah. or did I just get one of those later? No, you owned a you owned a Genesis. You got it for your birthday. At the Yeah. Did I? Yeah, probably oh, okay. two well, years after we got a Nintendo. Nintendo. Yeah. So did we have a Genesis before Nintendo? No. No, that we got an NES and then we got a Genesis after. And then a Super Nintendo. So I, I meant a Super Nintendo. We had a Genesis before Super Nintendo. I believe Nintendo? so, yeah. Hmm. I don't remember I don't that know. at all. Um I mean like it's set up like, you know, yeah, you have those on probably like a twenty seven inch, you know. Maybe a thirty-two no, inch. No. Oh, like one of the one of those big box TVs. <laughs> That's exactly where Hell I'm going. Yeah. Like a rear projection. Nineteen eighty-nine. <laughs> I was twelve, and I would have killed to have one of those giant like 
probably 42 inch rear projection TVs like but you couldn't play games on them because like your high scores and stuff would burn into them (laughs) Uh I played Mario on one over at Rhett's Mm -hmm. house Um, Kelly and Susan had theirs until like I don't know the last 10 years Uh I think my favorite thing about people that invested heavily into those um, where they were the same people that hated when DVDs came out because they're like, oh, what's this? What's this widescreen crap? I I want my full screen <laughs> DVDs so I don't have to deal with those bars. I'm like, oh yeah, yep. yep, yep. Um, so yeah, of course, one of those. Um, I probably would have liked the arcade games a little bit more back <laughs> <Right>? then. Right. <laughs> um, that was I was probably a little bit younger, but like I remember when Tilt was selling a uh, a paper boy oh, with the handlebars awesome. arcade machine and I probably would have killed someone at that point for yeah. that so you yeah. know like that's when I want an arcade now like arcades just hurt my hands uh-huh. so yeah arcades are for fun like for about 45 minutes hours. I'm like mm-hmm. yeah yep time to go yep yeah that's why so. I just want to go visit Hans's that's the way to do it so yeah cool uh, all right, let's see. On to Kim Cruz. He said, when COVID ends and everything opens up without restrictions like before. So for Colby, that's two weeks from now. Um, what is the first thing you want to do? Um, I mean, again, I am very anti going out to places. So. <laughs> If I've been doing it during the pandemic, I'm probably like, I don't know, I can go hiking again, but I'm still doing that. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I am very like of things that are just like, Hey, I want to do this very simple thing. I am very much looking forward to being able to actually like go out to eat. Um, I love, yeah, I love eating out. And so like the idea of me, yeah, uh, the ability for me just like to go to a restaurant and eat there is very interesting to me. Um, I'm the area that I I love takeout and this is great. The area that I live in, um, the takeout options are like, I think you can only like take out food if it's like within about a 10 minute drive of your house. And there are not that many restaurants within 10 minutes of my house. Uh, For me, that's like a 10 mile radius. Yeah, And for me, it is absolutely not. Um, 10 minutes does not get me super far. Um, that's, that's probably within, I mean, it's probably still a five mile radius, but there just aren't that many restaurants within five miles of my house. And, uh, so in the last year I've eaten at all of those restaurants innumerable times to the point of where we're like, I don't know. I don't really want to make dinner. I don't really want to go out for dinner either. I just want food to like magically appear here. So I'm really excited about being able to go to a restaurant that's like 15 minutes away and eat there. Like I'm really looking forward to that. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing movies again. Like movies are are good. Um, But really I want to go on vacation. I want to go on vacation really bad. Like by this point, um, I, by this point of the year, I normally would have been to Disneyland twice by now. Um, and I really, really miss Disneyland. So I would really like to, uh, I'd like to be able to do that again. Yeah. I'd like to, I mean the, the, like, I'm going to say vacations that I take are usually like, Hey, let's go to a hotel and spend the night without a kid. But even still vacation. And yeah, we haven't been able to do that. There's like a kind of awesome, um, like hotel here that does like themed rooms. 
Um, so it's, you know, like we spend all of our time in the janitor's closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, janitor's wife. But, uh, yeah, exactly. Ooh, just need to get the wet dry back. <laughs> um, but, uh. Wait, that's not role playing for you though, Cole. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Amy's always the janitor's wife. <laughs> it's just a different closet. <laughs> it's just a different closet. It's a bit bigger. Um, there's not a kid there. Uh, but, uh. You know, like, yeah, go and, and do that. Because, like, it's, it's fun just to not have to yeah. watch a kid yep. and eat at, you know, like, a fancy restaurant yep. without a kid. Yep. And um, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited about soccer starting oh, up. Oh, gosh, I'm excited about I'm, soccer. I'm getting, my, uh, I'm getting my vaccine tomorrow. Nice. And so that means that come our first home game here is May 1st. So by that time, hopefully enough people will have you know gotten it so that you know like we can at least go and hang out at the soccer stadium that'd be awesome that'd be really and, cool uh you know that'd be great yeah no i have people die yeah that'd be that'd be nice yeah i can i can see that um i just i, I just would like to take a week off man i'm tired like i like i said <laughs> i would like to do that i don't need to go anywhere i just want to take a week off i uh like i said normally i've done a vacation twice by now and uh i took off a little bit of time at christmas because my company shut down but like i've been just I haven't had a day off like besides weekends mm-hmm. in a like since May, and I'm just tired. <laughs> but like at the same time, it seems like, kind of like my job's really busy right now, and so like taking a week off to like take a week off and sit at home seems kind of like like good for my mental health, but also like I know I would just think about work the entire time. So like I need I need to be able to like take off work and then go somewhere. That's what I need to do. So so mine's real awesome because I'm I'm probably gonna take off like a little bit of time in May, I sure. think. Um just because yeah, I have not had any sort of vacation and I've had to work this entire pandemic with people yep. and, you know, like stuff. And uh, but the cool thing is, is that um, at the first of the pandemic, uh, my work. So I was having to take a day off to watch my kid every week. Yeah. Um, and unbeknownst to me, my work was using my COVID pay to cover that. And then when we ran out of COVID pay, they just started using my uh, PTO to cover that without asking me. Oh. So I don't have any PTO. Oh. So I really want to take some time off. But I also can't afford to take that time sucks. off. So, like, I'm gonna just I'm gonna have to take like a Monday, Tuesday, and yeah. at least have, you know, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah. I'm taking kind of off. Thing. But I'm like, thanks, guys. Spring break is in three weeks. Here, it's like the first week of May or of March. Wait, April? April. First week of April. And I'm taking off a Thursday and Friday, and I'm looking forward to it now. Like that, it's three weeks from now. I'm like, oh, I cannot wait to have a four day weekend. That's going to be great. So I get it. Yep. Uh, but I mean, really, I'm just, I, I just kind of would like things to be normal again. Like we've gone out a couple times, like to go somewhere. And it's the kind of thing where, like, normally you'd go somewhere and go, like, oh, shoot, we're kind of hungry. We have to stop and get lunch. And then I'm like, I don't really want to eat fast food in my car that sucks <laughs> like i just be the big and like oh, i need that thing i could go to the mall and get ugh, the mall you know like mm-hmm. it'd, be, it'd just be nice to have things a little bit more normal all right ben a uh, former co-worker of mine now works in the midwest somewhere at a, another country radio station named after like the, the it's really nice for him because he went from a radio station called the bull um here and then just moved to another radio station called the bull in i think iowa maybe um, so like it was good for his headspace that he didn't have to remember a new station name, I would guess. However, I have been to Iowa and I refuse to 
I don't know, count Iowa as a state. It's very cold there in the winter. It's it was miserable. I, there. It's the only place that I've ever taken my dog out for a walk. Um, I had I, I was at a rest stop and uh, and I took him out to go go to the bathroom and I was getting him back in the car. I'm like, dude, it looks like you've got like maybe a lemonade slushy attached to you. Um, and and I, I'm I'm real sorry, but we're gonna have to remove that before you can get back in the car. Neither one of us are gonna enjoy this, but. Yeah, it's the, it's the only time I've ever seen a dog with a pee-sickle. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, anyway, uh, Ben wants to know, what are your thoughts on Haven, an exclusive PS5 IP? And if you do not know what Haven... When he first asked that, I'm like, like the video game I played last week? It was pretty yeah, good. Was. Haven's good. Uh, but Haven is also <laughs> the name of the new studio that... Uh, so Jade Raymond is the creator of the Assassin's Creed series, I believe. She was uh, picked as head of the uh, Stadia studio that went under like three weeks ago and apparently like jade moves fast because she already has a new studio she's already gotten funding from sony um and they're making a video game <laughs> like i don't i don't know how that happens but uh she's heading up a new studio called haven and they're gonna make uh playstation 5 exclusive ip and so his question is what do you think about haven what do you think about exclusive ps5 ip call um I think that Haven is an okay name. I think that exclusives are dumb. Are stupid. And no yeah. one should have them. I think that if your entire marketing plan is relying on exclusives in order to uh, sell consoles, then that makes you... That, that, that by default means your console is worse than the other consoles because you can't compete on features. You can only compete on exclusive content and i think that is well not only that but like it it doesn't breed innovation no absolutely not i mean that's that I, that is my point call is like i've played yeah. all of the the playstation single player first party games and all of them are identical like they're not identical from the standpoint they're the same game i'm just like they all play the same they they all feel the same and i don't particularly like the way they feel so i don't know um but I think exclusives are bad, and I will say the same thing for Xbox. I think it is a very bad idea for Xbox to make Bethesda games exclusive to their console. And I don't think they'll do a lot yeah. of it, but I don't want them to do any of it. I, In a perfect world, every single game would exist on every single console, and I think first parties are dumb. So uh, First party games are fine, but first party exclusives, exclusive at any time, are, are dumb. So that's what I think, Ben. All right, Cole, final question. This is from my delightful wife, Brooke, who bought me a Coke, which I was just sipping from. It was great, and I loved it. Real books or e-books? Um, either or. Like, I prefer e-books, but occasionally, like, I don't mind book books. Um, I think I read them differently, if that makes sense. Interesting. Um, like, I... I I don't finish. I don't know. I have not read in like last three years. I've had a hard time reading yeah. and finishing a book. So uh, I don't know. Um, I like them both, but I prefer e-books. Yep, same. I have not read a fiction real book in a decade, probably. Maybe seven, eight years, but probably close to a decade. Um, probably the last ones that I actually did read, uh, a friend of mine, uh, 
Tim uh, Happy Fun Ball in our Discord chat if you ever in there. He'll, he, if you've been in our Discord and someone abused you, it was probably Tim. It was but Tim. he did it. He, he did it with love. So um, he bought me a bunch of used books um, from Powell's and sent them to me um, from some authors he really liked, and they were all good. And those were probably some of the last ebooks that I actually read, or real books that I actually read. So it's been a long time. Books of Blood by Clive Barker, very good. I read those as real books. Um, what, what what's your what's your? It doesn't have to be your favorite favorite book called. What's a what's a good book you've read lately? Oh, lately I haven't read. What was the lately. well lately three years ago? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, that was when I read the entire Star Wars, um, that like 19 series books. Yeah. And then uh, did started reading all of the new canon Star Wars books. Um, so those were good. But uh, probably my favorite book is I really like A Short History on Nearly Everything. That's a good book. That is a good book. Um, probably the... I read trash books uh, I have a Kindle Unlimited subscription and uh, I like my wife got really into this series of like there's this author that she really likes who writes just like kind of like like really like junk foodie like kind of like paranormal romance books that are like mysteries uh, and she's like you should read one of them I'm like alright and they're not great um but she writes <laughs> but like okay. she writes one like every two months. Um she she writes probably twenty fifteen series of books and she releases one in that series like probably every four to six weeks. I have no idea how she does it. Um and they're all kind of the same like have you ever read a like did you you read the Parker books, right? Uh-huh. You, you know how they're all kind of the same? <laughs> these are like that where they're all kind of the same but also every series she writes is all kind of the same like it's it's very much all that book where you can go like oh and that's that character and that that's character but they're like they're the perfect book to read like the only time i read really is like right before i go to bed and they're the perfect book to read like for 20 minutes right before you go to sleep because it they're just so like not like not 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 non-offensive in the way that they're not offensive but just like it's like eating... You don't have to think. Yeah, it's like my brain can just slowly go like, oh, cool, we don't have to think about anything. <laughs> um, and they're great for that. I've read... I, I don't even know how many books she has, but I've read all of them. Um, and they're they're perfect for that. Um, probably the last you, actual good book I read that was actually really good was called uh, How to Be Right... The Good Book. Yeah, yeah. Oh. How to Be Right in a World Gone Wrong, which is uh, by James O'Brien, who is a um, radio host in the uk who's really good like if you if you want to listen to a good podcast that isn't ours um listen to uh the mystery hour podcast by james o'brien it's actually a really cool format where he uh the entire idea is is that the internet has i don't want to say led people to be lazy but it's led people to be less curious about things and so the entire concept of the show is people call in with a question that they're curious about that they that's left them wondering and then other people who have knowledge of that subject and so it like can't just be people that like oh yeah i think i know that like you have to be qualified in some way to answer it um call in and answer those questions and the interesting thing is is they're not always right 
Um, but the conversations are interesting. Um, he also does, uh, like his, his actual main show is he's a, like a left wing political commentator. Um, he's got some, some good stuff there too, but his, this, uh, how to be right in the world gone wrong was all about like things he's learned about, um, being a interviewer of people over the last like 20 years and how to essentially argue effectively with people that disagree with your stance on things. And uh, it, it was it was really interesting. He's got another one called, um, that came out this year called, I think, How Not to Be Wrong that uh, I also have. I'm going to read. It's real good. Um, have, did you read any of Blake Crouch's stuff? I believe so, but you're going to have to like give me some titles. Um, and he had like a series of books that I cannot for the life. Oh, of it's me the one they made into uh, um a TV show, right? Uh, yeah, Wayward. Pines. Yeah, Wayward Pines was way good. Yeah, did you ever read uh, Abandoned? I don't again? think so. I think I only read the Wayward Pines books. No, you did because he he. It seems like he also wrote under several like uh. Oh, could be, could be. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. Blake Crouch is kind of he, uh, writes a lot of good uh stuff but abandoned by him was really good as just that kind of like you know like you're not gonna have to think about it a lot but it's i chewed through all of the um chuck windig books um probably last year um like i literally read everything he's written and everything he's written is very good he wrote a really good star wars trilogy um his newest book was actually about like just happenstance happened to be about like a pandemic that created kind of zombies that was really really good um he's got another series that i I can't remember what it's called but all the books are named after birds i want to say um he's a really good author his other series was the Andrew Z. Thomas Luther Kite series. I think I read those two. I think, I don't know. I read a lot and I unfortunately do not remember the names of any, like mm-hmm. I read a book and it just kind of goes floop out of my head. The good news, I'll be honest, like that, that first author I was talking about, um, her name's Amanda M. Lee and uh, she also has a pseudonym. I don't remember what her pseudonym is, but uh, I've, she has so many books that every once in a while, like, I don't think I've read this one and I'll get like halfway through it and go like, Oh no, I have read this one. I don't remember how it ends though. Oh, well, so I'll just read yeah. it. <laughs> They're short. I'll just finish it. So yeah, check out a band. I'll check that out. Yeah. Blake good stuff. I'll bet you like it. Moral of the story is books are good. I will also say that like, if you're a reader, um, Amazon Kindle unlimited, there's a lot of trash out there, but there's also some really good books out there for like, I think it's like eight bucks a month or 10 bucks a month. Um, like my wife and I split an account, um, because it's just, it's just tied to an Amazon account. Um, and I mean, we probably read between us probably 20 or 30 books a month. Um, so like eight bucks a month isn't bad. Um, your local library is also very good. Just say, all right, let's talk game pass call. This is going to be long because there are so many games coming to game pass. Like so many games coming to game pass. Uh, so available today, um, I think actually yesterday, uh, Undertale, like indie darling Undertale, uh, came to cloud console and PC. Um, if you don't, I don't even know what to tell you about that. If you don't know what it is, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. I actually never beat it. I'm kind of excited to actually pick it up on the Xbox and like, that'd be a great game to play remote on your phone. Like perfect game to play on your phone. Yeah. Uh, Empire of Sin, which is actually the new, like kind of Sin City prohibition era Chicago. Um, I think it's a strategy game from uh, John Romero uh, is going to be out on March 18th. Unfortunately, that game's not great from what I hear, but, you know, whatever. Is he going to make me his bitch? Absolutely going to make you his bitch. Uh, Coming to Cloud Console and PC March 18th. Also March 18th, uh, Near Automata is coming to PC. Um, 
the game was long. Um, it, it was fun, though. Like, I enjoyed that game. Um, it has an easy mode that's really easy to play, so check that out. Uh, you just like getting her on ladders, admit it. Yeah, that game had some questionable whatever uh star wars squadrons uh is coming to console via ea play on march 18th so you have to have uh let's see that's coming ultimate. to only console so you have to have ultimate in order to play that um both colby and i were kind of soft on squadrons so that's okay uh also march 18th torchlight 3 is coming to pc which is cool because i want to play that game and it was garbage on console so hopefully it'll be better on pc uh genesis noir is uh actually looks pretty cool it's coming to console and pc march 25th it is a noir adventure spanning space and time when a love triangle between cosmic beings becomes a bitter confrontation you'll witness a gunshot fired by a jealous god otherwise known as the big bang so maybe the description is a little pretentious but whatever uh also march 25th octopath traveler is coming to pc and and console which is so strange because that game has been a switch exclusive forever and i've never even heard of it coming. I... I literally thought it was a Switch exclusive. Yeah. Like, I did not think it was going to, like, it wasn't a, you know, uh, timed the exclusive. Game came out two years I thought ago. it was a. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a Switch exclusive. Same. Um, it's, I hear it's really good. I remember, I mean, this is how long ago that game came out. I remember Adam talking about how much he liked that game on this podcast. Mm-hmm. So it's been a long mm-hmm. while. Um, I played the demo back, I mean, three years ago and didn't love it but i i'd kind of like to give a longer version of a shot so i'll probably try that out again probably a great game to play on your phone uh pillars of eternity 2 deadfire ultimate edition is coming to pc on march 25th um the first pillars of eternity was a lot of fun if you like uh kind of really in-depth turn-based role-playing games uh superland is coming march 25th to pc save the red stick figure village in this first hit first person open world action puzzle platformer that might be a game for uh, pc only that might be on game pass console though call that might be a game for you which one was Superland? It? Oh yeah, um, my kids. Oh, perfect. It. Uh, yeah. It's pretty fun. I played it for like two yeah. hours. It's pretty fun. Uh, Yakuza Six: The Song of Life is coming to cloud console and PC March twenty fifth. Uh, Narita Boy become symphonic in Narita Boy, a radical action adventure as a legendary pixel hero trapped as a mere echo within the digital kingdom. Coming to cloud console and PC March thirtieth. Uh, Outriders, which is a brand new um, like action role playing game coming from Square Enix, uh, is a coming to cloud and console April first. That is a huge win. Like the the. Uh, the headline that I saw most for that was cancel your pre-orders because uh, Outriders is coming to Game Pass. So that's a that's a big deal. That game looks really good. Um, I don't know a ton about it, but it looks like a, a combination of like Destiny and Mass Effect, maybe. So it looks good. We can actually play that co-op call. Be fun. As long as your Ooh. kid isn't scared of it, which... They probably will be. will be. Uh, also, this month, there's a handful of other kind of fun things coming out. You can get uh, some Minecraft skin packs for free. Uh, the Sea of Thieves third anniversary event from March 18th to March 21st. You get uh, some free emotes for that. I can't believe that that uh, Sea of Thieves has been out for three years. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And then the Outer Worlds Murder on Iridanos DLC is coming out March 17th. You can get uh, 10% off that if you liked that game. Um, I won't judge, but, you know. I'll judge a little. Um, so in addition to all of those Game Pass games, Xbox added 20 Bethesda games like 
I think the day after we podcasted last week. So uh, we don't have to talk much about these, but like, look, look at this list. So we've got Dishonored, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, Doom Eternal, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, Rage 2, uh, Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, The New Order, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. So that's a whole lot of games. <laughs> um, yeah. All of those are also available through Cloud Play. Um, if you want to play them on your phone via xCloud, if you have that ability, except for Morrowind, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls Online, and Fallout New Vegas. So that's a, that's a lot of video games to come out in one month. I, I don't, I haven't looked for a while, but I really need to go back in and see, like, because I have Game Pass Ultimate, I can see the total number of games I have access to. And it's got to be, I don't know, four or 500 games at this point. A it's lot, just outlandish. Yeah. So again, Game Pass is the best deal in games maybe ever um i have it through october of next year and every once in a while they'll like have, throw a deal on i'm like well, maybe i should just extend that out a little bit further like right now there's a deal where you can I, buy until 2023 yeah, I think. there's a deal right now where you can buy uh 30 of um ea play um like year-long cards so they're 30 bucks and that translates into four months of game pass. So it like makes game pass like half price. I'm like, mm, maybe I should, maybe I should extend out into 2023 a little bit. I don't know. Uh, finally, uh, Epic games is releasing next week for free. The fall. This game actually sounds really interesting. Um, it's a little bit older. It came out in 2014, um, but like won all sorts of awards. And the story of it is you are arid. Uh, the AI aboard a Mark three combat suit, the human encased inside of you is unconscious. So you have to follow protocol in order to save his life. And it's a, like a puzzle platformer game. It sounds really interesting. Like I'd never heard of it before, but it looks, it looks quite yeah. good. So if you're on PC, that's a game to grab from Epic for free uh, starting tomorrow. So take care of that. Anyway, Cole, you have any hopes, dreams, thoughts we should talk about before we end this little podcast? Play Monster Sanctuary and then watch a Canadian dude explore abandoned mines. Man, I think that's a great, I think that's a great plan. I think it's a really good plan. You would think that like weed was super legal in Utah. It's not. So <laughs> that's just me like sober saying like this is what you should do. Uh, weed is super legal here, and every single day I get a little closer to just like maybe today is the day that I just forget all of my troubles and spend all my work days sober and all my non-work times completely high. Um, we haven't gotten to that point yet, but like another. Two three months of pandemic, we're we're gonna be solidly there. So we'll see. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get a vaccine before I just become like a professional stoner. We'll see. <sighs> All right, we are Bite Me Podcast. You can find out more about us at bitemepodcast.com. Thanks to my good friend Rich. You can follow us on social media at Facebook.com, Twitter.com, or Instagram.com slash bite me podcast. You can Support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash podcast. You can join our Discord by going to bitemepodcast.com slash Discord and coming hang out and talking with me and Colby. You can be abused by Tim in person. Like, if that's if that's something you want, um, Tim will, like I said, he, he means it in the best of ways. I've known Tim for, like, 15 years, and he's a he's a giant teddy bear in real life. Uh, we hung out at Disneyland for, like, two days. Great guy. Not, not terrifying and weird like he is in the Discord. Um, 
go to bitemepodcast.com slash extra life if you'd like to join our extra life team or donate um i think we're up to two dollars uh so far this year so we only have like five thousand nine hundred ninety eight dollars to go so we're we're closing in on that goal um but that that's us call do you want to uh you want to lead us out bite me was that john romero no, he's gonna make me. That, that was, that's what I imagined that would sound like. Do you think people even get that joke anymore? When did Diakatana come out? Like nineteen, <laughs> like ninety-seven or something? Probably not. Probably not. They're lost. Okay. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me. Fight me.